guys and welcome to another episode of the pop podcast your weekly conversation to help improve your points of performance when it comes to training on this week's episode i give you guys a rundown of the last two weeks brit's taken on a new job in dc i was deathly ill but we've come out on the other side bigger smarter stronger than ever this episode's brought to you by true coach the official coaching app of the points of performance podcast Hey team, welcome to episode number 12. Today's going to be a short one. I want to keep it short and sweet, just to give you guys a little bit of an update. Sadly, we had a week-long hiatus last week. Uh, I was deathly ill. I got so sick. I was sick for about 10 days and I was just completely useless, Um, but I am feeling better now, so back to normal for me. But Brittany is actually taking on a new role. So she's going to be working away in DC for the next six weeks, which is super excited. We're so pumped for her. This is a great opportunity for her and her career. And um, we'll touch base with her. We'll probably catch up with her um, at some point, get a bit of a rundown on how she's been, but she's going to be pretty busy. So it's going to be me riding solo for the next few weeks, which... I'm so excited about because I actually get the opportunity to sit down with some of our really good friends and we've got some really awesome episodes lined up for you guys. So please make sure you stay tuned. I promise you won't want to miss anything that we've got coming for you guys. There are a few things that I just wanted to touch base on and talk through with you guys. I think more than anything, because I know I'm not the only one that feels like this, but me and Britt have spoken about this before on the podcast about being sick and taking rest and taking those, you know, that time to recover and actually allow your body to get better. So you can come back and you can train normally again. Um, for me, I rarely struggle with this. Normally when I'm sick, for me, it takes priority. I, you know, recovering, making sure I'm getting enough sleep, making sure I'm eating enough. I'm not pushing my body. I'm not overexerting my body to a point where I just can't recover. I can't get past it. So I did not realize, and for me, this was a bit of a learning curve. I'm in prep towards, I've got States, which will hopefully qualify me for nationals in weightlifting. And I'm currently in the middle of my prep for those. Actually, I'm getting very close to the end of that prep. Uh, And the pressure to perform was so high. So missing training sessions or feeling like I'm not getting stuff done. It was the anxiety of it was like starting to become really overwhelming. I got sick and I thought it's fine. It'll only be a couple of days, you know, three or four days here is not going to make a difference. It's not going to change. My rational brain was in control. I was ready to like, just knock the sickness on the head and get back to training as normal but that is just like not how it went. I got sick and it was like the first two days were okay, but I still didn't train because obviously I knew I was starting to get sick. So I was like, just full rest, recover. Maybe we can like kick this really quickly. So the first two days I didn't train. I didn't do anything. Day three was probably the worst physically. I started to feel really bad. I was coughing. Um, I didn't have COVID. I did like three tests and none of them came back positive. So 
I just had some weird virus. Anyway, I was coughing really badly. Day three, day four, I actually was so bad. My cough was so bad that I couldn't lay down in bed. I had to get up and sleep on the couch sitting up because every time I laid down, I was just going into like a full blown coughing fit. And it was so overwhelming. It was so frustrating. So on top of being sick, that whole night, I also didn't get any sleep. So to think that I was going to be able to recover quickly, I don't know what my brain was thinking, but day four, that was day four, day five, same thing. I felt terrible. And I was just like, I'm never going to get over this. I'm never going to be healthy again. I'm going to be sick forever. This is how I live my life now. I still hadn't trained Day six rolls round. I start to feel a little bit better. Uh, like my appetite comes back a little bit. Um, I still was forcing, not forcing myself, but I was still making sure I was eating enough food because I can't really afford to lose too much weight right now, especially trying to lift in a weight class. So I was still trying to eat all my food, but on day six, my appetite started to come back. Once I started to eat, you know, feel a little bit better eating day seven, I was like, okay, I actually think that I could do like a light training session. I think I can take this into the gym at my house. I'm just going to do some light cleaning jerks. I'm not going to do lots of reps, you know, nothing over 70%. And then I might try and do some squats and I'll just see how I feel. And I get into the gym. I start warming up. I'm okay. I'm still visibly sick, by the way, at this point. I'm I'm definitely nowhere near 100%. The expectation was very low for the training session. And for me, it was more about, I guess, easing my mind, knowing that, you know, I wasn't having this huge long period of time off, smack bang in the middle of my competition prep. And, you know, I was going to come back and only have two weeks to get my body into a position where I could perform, you know, at the top end of, you know, my capabilities. So I did this training session and the light weights, you know, everything under kind of 50% felt fine. I was okay. I was, my body actually felt really good. Seven days off my legs, my arms, my shoulders, everything felt amazing technically. Um, But once the weight kind of got over 50%, I just could not catch my breath. I couldn't breathe. I was not recovering. It felt terrible. I had a cold sweat. It was just not ideal. And I was like, it's fine. It's just because I'm not 100% yet, you know, but I'm going to keep being on the mend. I'm going to, it's going to get better. Anyway, I did the training session. I knew probably straight after the training session that I shouldn't have done it, but I was like trying to stay positive. I was like, you can do this around. Just, you know, keep persevering. I had a really good night's sleep, but I woke up in the morning and I felt like trash again. I had just like buried, I was back to like day three, day four. I had just like re-triggered everything. I'd gone from like not coughing that much anymore to I was coughing nonstop again. I just was so frustrated. I was like, I should have just done what I normally do and I should have just rested. And maybe, you know, instead of doing that training session, if I just rested in two days time, I would have been back to normal. I set myself back like another few days and I just was so, I was starting to panic. I was starting to get really, really worried. I was like, I'm going to be useless when I come back. It's going to be so hard. 
I'm not going to be able to do the numbers that I need to do. And my, I just full started spiraling. And I was kind of at this point where I like had to sit down and have a conversation with myself internally and be like, you are being an absolute psychopath. First of all, it's two weeks. The only reason why you're not going to be back to your normal self when you get back is because physically, like I'm not healthy as in like I had a sickness, I had a virus in my body, not because I couldn't perform or I couldn't lift the weights. Two weeks, nothing happens in two weeks. You don't lose shit in two weeks. I know that everybody knows that, but that emotional brain just was like taking hold of me. And so I had this internal conversation with myself and I was like, just rest until you feel better. And I did, after I did that training session, I didn't do anything again for like another three or four days. And I immediately, I started to feel better, like uh, one or two days after, you know, this kind of incident. And I was like, okay, I'm on the mend. I'll be fine. Um, I ended up having to take some antibiotics, which made a really big difference. Um, And for me, I always get a little bit nervous taking antibiotics because it does completely just like ruin your gut. So I had like a protocol coming back where I focused on um, like I have a green shake that I take. It's AG1 athletic greens, which is just absolutely amazing, jam packed full of vitamins and everything like that. And I was also taking an extra probiotic just to make sure that my gut health came back up after kind of wiping out all the uh, good bacteria in my stomach with the antibiotics. Uh, so I took the antibiotics. I started taking my greens once they were done and I did, I started to feel heaps better. And I came back to the gym and the first training session still felt like average. It wasn't great. I hit all my numbers. I did everything I had to do, but I still was just like, man, this is hard (laughs) still. (laughs) Um, But I didn't like get sick again. So that was a plus. And then I did my second training session, felt a little better. Did my third training session, felt a little bit better again. And I'm already back to hitting the numbers that I was doing prior to my sickness. And I just, over this two week period, I realized how much training impacts my life, not just physically, but mentally having it as an outlet for me is something that I value so much. It's actually like a time in my day where I cannot think about anything else. I can just focus on myself and what I'm doing. And it's, it's a really big stress reliever for me. And you know, that looks different for everybody, but for me, that's something that it's, it's so, it's not just about training for my competition. It's not just about training to look a certain way. It's not just about training, you know, for any insert, any reason I above all else, like mentally, how I process like my emotions, I do that all in my training. And I always, I come out the other end of it. You know, I'll, I might go into a training session having, you know, 10 things on my mind, but I'll come out the end of my training session, feeling a little bit more rational, feeling a little bit more calm. And over this period of being sick and literally not being able to train at all, I feel like I lost like all control of that. Like, you know, my emotional and my, my emotional brain just took over and I was so 
for me, irrational, my approach became so irrational because I was worried about my competition and I didn't have my usual training outlet, which helps me process things. And I just, it became like just really overwhelming. And, you know, I know that training for a lot of people is a stress outlet. And I guess looking at the things now and like in like hindsight, I, I believe that not having it be your only outlet is really important. I think we need to find other things that allow us to process how we're feeling, process our emotions, um, you know, handle stress. While it is a great outlet, things happen where you might be too busy with life. Like Brit's got a new job that's, you know, she's working 12 hours a day. I was sick. There's, you know, sometimes it's out of your control you know, your ability to get to the gym and train. And if that's the case, well, what's your backup plan? What other things can you put in place that are going to allow you to manage your stress or make you feel better? Because having only one, well, having one is awesome because a lot of people don't have any, but having only one, it can kind of set you up for failure. So out of this whole thing, I tried to think about different ways, you know, in which I can actually manage my stress and still feel like if I was sick, I'm able to fully recover, but you know, I can still process the way that, you know, I think and I feel and I can try and be, you know, rational about it. And one of the biggest things for me was having friends to talk to, obviously having someone to talk to about it. Um, people that understand as well, you know, your rational brain about training, like some people are like, it's training, relax, nobody cares. Uh, but there are a few people that do understand. Brit's definitely one of them. And being able to have that outlet and talk about talk about those things, you know, with somebody who isn't directly impacted by it. You know, my sickness doesn't impact them, so they can be a lot more rational. It helps. And, you know, I think that applies to anything, not just like your training stresses or worries. So, I think I, de- I definitely had a little learning curve over the last two weeks and I'm trying to find different alternatives that if for whatever reason I am unable to train, whether that's f- like physically because of my health or, um, you know, because I have other life commitments or things come up where, you know, I might not be able, you know, some people can't afford to go to the gym or what are my options? What else can I do? And another one, that I really started to value was walking my dog, um, walking Mac and spending time with him in the backyard and just playing with him. Um, going for a walk wasn't too strenuous for me. I did still have to keep it pretty short and sweet, but getting out of the house with him, I tried to use that time as my time to process the things that were going on in my head. And it did help because obviously I came around in the end after that terrible training session and I was able to, you know, talk myself off the ledge, so to speak. But I think if there's anything that I can recommend for you guys is having training as an outlet is awesome. Training while you're sick is never awesome. It's never the answer, even if it is your outlet. I've heard people say to me, they're like, I'm sick, but like, I have to train because, you know, it just helps me. And I'm like, you actually don't, you don't have to train because a week off is not going to affect you. But if you train while you're sick, it could be two or three weeks and that may start to affect you. So you need to put 
you know, prioritize what's actually important. And if you can't train, what's something else that you can do that's going to, you know, allow you to process all of those things and help you manage your stress. Um, I'd love to hear what you guys think. And if there's things that you do that actually really help, I, you know, some people meditate, but to me, I think it's invaluable to have more than just one thing. It's, I love having a lot of tools in my uh, basket, so to speak. So I know that I'm kind of prepared in any situation. Um, so I'd love to hear what you guys think. Hopefully this podcast gets you thinking about some different solutions to stress management if training's your only one. And, you know, I'd, like I said, I'd love to hear them if you've got anything. I know I'm going to be trying to look at some different uh, options for myself. You can, as always, guys, contact us on Instagram at Points of Performance Podcast, or you can send us an email, Points of Performance Podcast at gmail.com. We'll have Jim Fowles coming back next week, so stay tuned for them as well. Thanks, guys. the last four years I've been using TrueCoach. Back when I started out, there were very few online platforms for coaches to create programming for their clients. I'm not even sure how I found the app, but I'm truly so glad that I did. Not only can I write and save programs, I can supply my own movement videos, track nutrition. It literally has everything I need for my clients in one place. It's so simple for me to use and even better, it's simple for my clients to use. They can record all their results and see all of their own progress. That's why we've teamed up with True Coach to give our pop listeners an amazing offer. Just head over to our Instagram page, click the link in our bio, and you'll be able to see the True Coach offer in the drop-down menu. 